0: we must learn to fight well for ourselves first, then we can confidently support and cheer on our loved ones in the best ways. We are excited for today's topic because we love and honor Jesus Christ and the victory that he has claimed for us in the battles that we fight here in mortality. I'm here today with Kelly Webster, Markel Brown, and Rosalind Girtson, and Today we wanted to do a follow-up. Our last coach's episode was what was highlighting how much we can learn about Satan and his strategies and how he tries to win battles in our lives. What are some of the things he does and educate ourselves through the scriptures using scriptures in the Book of Mormon. And today we want to just think that is so good to know. We are so glad that we have resources through modern day prophets and the scriptures that teaches so much about how we can win our battles with Satan. But today we want to highlight how we win our battles through Jesus Christ and with his help and that he's actually claimed our victory and asks us to just stand still and watch him. Right? he just really is such a powerful resource in our lives. And it's such an incredible thing to consider that his loving sacrifice in dying for all of us to champion Heavenly Father's plan was really a victory on our behalf, him claiming our victory and making it possible for him to come into every little detail of our battles because of his miraculous atonement that he performed for our sakes. I'm just so grateful for that. And we are going to follow the same format similar to what we did last time and share some scriptures with you that speak of the power of Jesus Christ in winning our battles. And we hope that you'll feel with us that sometimes we can get a little too focused on Satan and how scary that guy is or that he's the guy we're trying to beat all the time, which is true. We are not our own worst enemy and neither are people that we love, but I think sometimes we need that when we just focus more on he who claims our victory and fights for us, that we often I've found in my own battles that when I do that more than I get hyper focused on what is Satan doing to to defeat me, it's been helpful for me to to notice how much that's helped me to win. To just focus on Jesus Christ and that He's going to help me crush Satan in all of this when I turn to Him. Okay, so can we start with you, Rosalind? And then we'll just go to
1: Mark and Kelly, and then myself. Sure, we'd love that. I'm going to start in Moroni 7 on chap- um, verse 16. He's teaching about that which is of God, inviteth and enticed to do good. And in verse 16, he says, For behold, the Spirit of Christ is given to every man that he may know good from evil. And to me, that helps me have confidence that I can be aware of, as long as I'm striving to be close to the spirit and live worthy of the spirit, I can be aware of when it's something good enticing me or something evil. And then it helps me recognize, okay, I know where that's from. And that one is not from a source that loves me or is wanting to Help me. And so I can ignore that one and replace it with something wonderful. And so I love to have close at hand my three by five cards where I have scriptures and quotes from prophets to help me remember the great power that Christ offers us. And so I just love that scripture because it brings us back to Christ. The spirit of Christ is given to every man that he may know good from evil. That's helped me so much. That's so good, Rosalind. It makes me think about the, just Adam
0: and Eve in the garden of Eden and Satan throwing a fit and saying that if you're going to punish me for doing what I'm doing, then what I'm going to do is stir up all this stuff, right? I'm just going to reign with blood and horror on this earth and then yeah. Heavenly Father's gift of enmity, right? That he places between his children and Satan. That's what that is, what you just read, right? You, this that this is given to every one of my children, that they'll know the difference between good and evil. And they'll have that feeling of, go for it. So
1: okay.
2: good. I love it. Oh, sorry, Rosalind. do you want to say something first?
1: I was just later in that same verse. It says everything which inviteth to do good and to persuade to believe in Christ is sent forth by the power and gift of Christ. And I just think we have real power through that. That's it.
0: Oh, so good.
1: Yeah, Mark, what were you going to say about that? That is
2: so amazing. And so now I'm going to switch over to Mosiah.
0: Okay, wait a second. I thought you were going to say something about Rosalind. So can I say one more thing about what yeah. Roslyn said? So what you just said about power reminded me of how wonderful it is to know that through our covenants, we are literally blessed through our covenants to literally blessed to know good from evil, to discern, right? Mm-hmm. Through our covenants and given even more power as we go to the temple and just the power of our sacrament every week, right? I just love that. Rosalind, I didn't even think of that one. So good. Thank it you. is good. And I'm going to tie in
2: having the spirit of Christ given to every everyone to be able to discern good and evil and bringing in that power of Christ, which is the gift they've He's given to us. In Mosiah 5, King Benjamin is talking to the saints. And it says it exhorts them to be steadfast and immovable in good works. And so it says that he sent among them, desiring to know of his people if they believed the words which he had spoken unto them. And I love this part. And they cried with one voice. So they all came together. With one voice saying, yea, we believe all the words which thou hast spoken unto us. And also we know of their surety and truth because of the spirit of the Lord omnipotent. So there are the spirits testifying to them. Which has wrought a mighty change in us or in our hearts that we have no more disposition to do evil but to do good continually. So as they sought to know if what King Benjamin was teaching them, if that was true, they did know because the spirit touched their hearts. And then they didn't even have a desire to do evil, but instead to do good continually. Now they go on and it says, and we ourselves also through the infinite goodness of God and the manifestation of the spirit have great views of that which is to come. And word expedient, we could prophesy of all things. And then I love this next verse in verse four. And it is faith which we have had on these things, which our King has spoken unto us, That has brought us to great knowledge whereby we do rejoice with such exceedingly great joy. So this knowledge of Christ and being testified by the spirit, they are just rejoicing. How exciting is that? And then it goes on one more to bring in those covenants that you were talking about, Karen. And we are willing to enter into a covenant with our God to do his will. And to be obedient to his commandments in all things, that he shall command us and all the remainder of our days, that we may not bring upon ourselves a never-ending torment. This has been spoken of by the angel, that we may not drink out of the cup of the wrath of God. And then it goes on one more in verse 7. And now because of the covenant which ye have made, ye shall be called the children of Christ his sons and his daughters for behold this day he has spiritually begotten you for you say that your hearts are changed through faith on his name therefore ye are born of him and have become his sons and his and i love that what great promises as we have made covenants and as we continue to keep them that we are his children and his spiritually begotten and our ch- hearts, they do change through faith in his name. And we are disciples of Christ. And I just think right there, that's just so powerful. And if we can remember that, we can face any challenge. And as we continue to ro- yoke with Christ and keep those covenants, that power, that truth, that goodness is going to prevail over the evil. And I think now in this <clears throat> time of the world, we have to cleave to that. We have to really remember that. And that's, that helps us to not be scared. Instead, just be strong and steadfast and immovable in Christ and watch the miracles come and the impossible become possible.
0: That's so good. I just love that. I just love just you sharing that. I know we all had our faces look like, boy, that's just making us happy. Mm -hmm. You all feel like that? That's just (laughs) making us feel so happy. And isn't that the spirit that God gave us to have a powerful spirit, a loving spirit, and one with a sound mind in Jesus Christ? He's given us Mm -hmm. that spirit. And so when we hear truths like you just shared with us, how that filled our soul with just joy, right? That's incredible to think that is power, that is a sword, that is a shield. That is such power to crush Satan in our battles when we turn toward Jesus Christ. I just love that. It made me think of the Waters of Mormon and Alma and him saying, hey, now that you know this and how wonderful Jesus Christ is and what he offers is, wouldn't you like to get wet? (laughs) And they all just are like cheering, right, clapping and cheering. Yes, we would love to do that. And just thinking of the oppression and the darkness that those people had been under, under Mm -hmm. King Noah, all of the evil that had been going on Mm -hmm. for them to be hearing what Abinadi had been teaching. Alma that he'd gone and written down in the bushes and then taught all these people. And they were like clapping. This is joy. This is so right.
2: Can I share one thing along with that description Mm -hmm. of those people entering the waters of baptism um, after being taught and in the baptismal room in our temple, they have these Giant pictures of those people entering the waters of baptism. And they have the women with like blankets up, while the other, the, this one's depicting the women on one side. They're changing after they've been baptized. And there are guards all around watching with their swords and their shields and their. It's so powerful to see that these righteous faithful people entering the waters of baptism and these people protecting them with their shields and their armor for such a work as this. Mm, That's so cool. What temple is that? It's the Oklahoma City Temple. And the murals are, and it's not murals, they are big paintings, and they are so powerful and beautiful. When I first saw them, I just cried. I was there with my children as they were doing baptisms for the dead. And wow, what a powerful statement. We are fighting for truth and righteousness, and we're going to guard and protect so that we can, they
3: can keep these sacred covenants so awesome I almost mm-hmm. want to go to Oklahoma now just so i all right it's beautiful
0: I'm actually thinking have I ever seen that picture when you were talking about it I, so I can cool. see the the I think it's a book of Mormon picture of women right that are coming yeah. out of the waters that are all wet with their towels I've but I can't mm-hmm. picture all the, the they, sentinels around there I can't picture that yeah and then they have the, the
2: guards have their backs to them where they're keeping watch while they are, I'm sure, changing also while they're watching the other people being baptized. So
3: it's pretty powerful. Wow, that's awesome. Now, I it's funny because uh, it seems like all of the, the scriptures are piggybacking on each other. Because my scripture goes right along with the fact that we're his covenant people and my, I have a few scriptures, but my first one is found in Alma 26, 37. And he says, now, my brethren, we see that God is mindful of every people, whosoever land they, whatsoever land they may be in. Yea, he numbereth his people and his bowels of mercy are over all the earth. Now, this is my joy and my great thanksgiving, yea, and I will give thanks unto my God forever. Amen. And the reason I chose this one is because one of the big proponents that why we should not stay in the church and why people are leaving is because they feel like we're not inclusive, that God's not inclusive. They don't want to believe in a God who... Favors this people over that. It's important um, to study the scriptures and know who Christ really is. And I I we find him so much and all of the amazing attributes that he has um, and why he is so powerful in the book Mormon. And um I love the scripture because it's so inclusive. He is mindful of all and every people. And he loves us all. And again, like what you have all been saying, because of that knowledge, it's our joy and our thanksgiving that we know who he is and what he can do for us. And one of the other scriptures I loved is in Alma 926, and this gives more of his attributes And not many days hence, the Son of God shall come in his glory. And are we all just waiting for that day? Are we all just praying for that day? And in his glory shall be the glory of the only begotten Son of the Father, full of grace, equity, and truth, full of patience, mercy, and long-suffering. And I love this part especially, quick to hear the cries of his people and answer their prayers. I think sometimes we really struggle with our battles, wondering if we're just talking to the wall. I think when we can do like Karen says, instead of focusing on how Satan's beaten us up, if we can focus on the fact that we have a loving Heavenly Father and a champion Savior, listening and being there ready to hear our prayers and answer them quickly I think we'll be able to have our eyes opened to how they are answering our prayers just not in a way sometimes that we expect and so I love that because it helps me remember he is quick to answer my prayers and it's usually on me, why I don't see how that prayer is actually being answered, because it's not in the way I think it should be. So I like that scripture. And then the last one I really loved was in Second Nephi 31 19. And it says, and now my beloved brethren, after you have gotten into this straight and narrow path, again, we're talking about covenants. I would ask if all is done, behold, I say unto you, Nay, for you have not come this far, save it were by the word of Christ, um, with unshaken faith in him, relying wholly upon the merits of him who is mighty to save. And I love that phrase, who is mighty to save. We need to depend on him. We need to have an unshaken faith in him. Um, because he is mighty to save. And when we can remember that, the fear leaves. It really does. And it's my prayer always that I will have that kind of faith and unshaken faith. I am like Karen likes to always say, I'm messy, (laughs) really messy, but he's not, he's got it all together and he's asked me to join up with him. He's asked me to yoke with him and he's willing to make up for my messiness. And I love that. And he is ready and willing to save me. So I just loved um, that the Book of Mormon is chock full of all of these kind of helps for us to know who Christ really is and what he's willing to do for us. good. So, so good. Some of the things you said
0: reminded me of warrior chemistry, right? Warrior chemistry is something in the eternal warrior principles that we highlight that will help us to address our humanness, like address what's happening in our bodies when our chemicals start increasing our feelings and we start maybe not staying in our right mind. We start getting in a place where, you know what, I am just no longer whole-brained. I was actually in one of those places last night talking to my husband about a very difficult situation that we are praying a lot about and working a lot on in our lives with one of our children. And so much of their circumstance is affected because there are parts of it that You know, it doesn't need to be that way, but the reason why it's that way is because it made sense to somebody else to do it like this. And so now our child is in this really hard situation, right? And it's not that they're innocent and they didn't do anything wrong, but it's that they are. And so I was just expressing how upset I was feeling how sad it made me and even some anger about how it's just getting my mama bear chemistry up. It's just really frustrating to me, the thing, and then because it's a situation that it's not within our power, we're not mighty to save this, right? It's not us that's going to do anything to save this situation, but Yeah, depending on the Lord and remembering that he is mighty to save, that we are his children and that no matter what it is that made sense to whoever in their messiness, he's mighty to save, that he's, and us turning and believing and keeping our connection with him, is pretty powerful. So after I did that, I had to, I felt to repent. I just felt that I needed to, when I knelt down to pray, I just thought, yeah, I just need to repent. These feelings are so real. And I am very sad, right? But I'm also know that, yeah, if I just lean into those feelings and marinate there, And so just crying unto the Lord right in our pain and speaking who he is for us and with us can change the very tide of battle for me. It's just so cool. Cause it was weird for me to think just 10 minutes ago, I was on the porch and we were having a conversation and I was so like, ah, This is not okay. And yeah, now 10, 15 minutes later, I'm just thinking immediately. I just thought, yeah, that's not going to help anything. It's not going to help one thing, even though those feelings are real and this is a hard thing. So that's one thing I love about all these scriptures. One of the things that you, while you were talking, Kelly is the example of warrior chemistry that Nephi shows. When he and his brother go back, brothers go back to get the plates. And I've often thought, I think I might have thoughts like his brothers when they're like, we've given it a good try. (laughs) We've given it a good try. And, wait, who are we against leaving? He's so important. He has all these guards and all these people that fight for him. He has his own little army. Right. And so here we are just four weak people this is ridiculous we don't want to do that and we're not gonna win and then nephi right he could have fallen to that place too like yeah that's right we are just four guys but he trusted in in the yeah the might that jesus was mighty to save and he refers to um moses and said Here's all the things we know about who Christ is for us and how he can fight for us and how he's going to help us. And one of those things we know is the Israelites. We know all about that. You guys remember how he parted the seas and the people walked through. And that's one of the scriptures I thought of was in Exodus when Nephi was telling his brothers that were resistant and saying, let's just be done. This isn't going to work out for us. But one of the things that he says, yeah, in Exodus, Moses says, this is what it says in Exodus 14, 13 and 14, it says, and Moses said unto the people, fear, ye not stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. Can you imagine? They were like, are you crazy? (laughs) They're all running. We see this horrible, terrifying cloud of them coming to you, and there's nowhere for us to go, but he's got this, and then he says, the Lord shall fight your battle, and ye shall hold your peace. Yeah, so good. But it also makes me think of, gosh, the scripture in D&C 12317 that Joseph Smith in Liberty Jail, all the people are suffering so much, right? And he comes up after a lot of just his own realization that even though this looks so dark and this is so hard. And there's so much not going right. It just looks terribly messy. I don't know how this is going to work out. But he has this experience where the Lord tells him, hey, no matter how bad it gets, I, (laughs) I see you and I will. We will win. This is my battle, right? This is for your experience and it will be for your good, right? There's a bigger picture here which to me, I think it's the same thing. I probably would have acted like Laman and Lemuel. It can't be good. It's so stinky and my children and my wife are out there and I'm in here and it's just horrible. The circumstance is horrible. But then he comes up and not too much further in D&C 123 and says, let us cheerfully do all things that lie in our power. Let us cheerfully do all things that lie in our power. And then with the utmost assurance. May we stand still and see the salvation of God and for his arm to be revealed. Right? And Moses said, fear ye not stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. I just think. It's amazing to notice that what we're doing to battle is to cheerfully do things that lie in our meager power. And then with the utmost assurance, see God, see the Christ and his salvation and stand still and watch it, right? Watch it and believe that he can do this. There's nothing I can do, but he can do this. It's so cool. Another one that I, that go ahead,
3: Kelly, and then I'll go to this one. I just have to tell you, and I've shared this so many times, but it has been so powerful for me as I have gone through the scriptures and I've likened them unto myself. And there was a battle that just like you said, I couldn't do anything. I absolutely could not do anything. But as I was reading the scriptures, I came ac- across that scripture where he says, I will fight your battles. And the spirit had just washed over me I that he would, and he has, and he did. And so now every time I go through another reading of the Book of Mormon, I get to read about how he fought my battle and how he championed me. Actually, my husband, he was... Do so I have just a second to share yeah, that? Totally. You got,
0: uh-huh.
3: Okay, great. My husband was filled out all the paperwork to go on a disability, but it takes months for the government to get that to go through. And he had a supervisor who wasn't patient for the, those months. And so he had given Mike notice that rather than letting him retire with a disability, he was firing him. And, so we got everybody that we could think involved to try and help us. We had a lawyer. We got the senators, the congressmen involved We to try and keep Mike from being fired. And nothing, nothing worked. And on his very, I'm going to cry about this, on the very last day that he was at work, he was cleaning out his office and the supervisor came in and said, your disability has come through and we didn't lose all of our pension and we didn't lose our insurance. We didn't lose any of those things. Nobody that we reached out to help us could help us. But two hours before the end of his last day at work, the Lord stepped in And because we weren't fired, we got to have things put in a better place for us financially and emotionally. And all of those things where he could just retire and still have our pension and our our health insurance and all those things that go with retiring that you don't get when you're fired. Mm -hmm. And that was just such such a miracle to me how the Lord stepped in. And pushed that retirement through because everything we tried, we were not able to get that done. But the Mm -hmm. Lord could, and He did.
0: I'm so happy that you shared that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's so awesome. Because I think a little more detail I know about that story, Kelly, is that your husband had suffered something he couldn't help, he had a stroke. He was working, so the way he performed changed, right? They kept him working. And then you just described the boss's approach without waiting, having this come through. So things would work out better. But he's a military guy. And so that's another reason why I was so surprised in that story that there wasn't something that just came up to help that.
3: Because he served for so long. Yeah. We got everyone involved, but everybody, it takes time. And the supervisor didn't give us time. It's, no, nope, we're done being patient here. <laughs> you're going, you've got a two-week notice, you're fired. <laughs> so get your stuff, yeah. get gone. And and to try and, and stop it, 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 we were helpless. We are absolutely helpless. But we weren't helpless because... <laughs> We had the Lord to fight our battle. And he won.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's miraculous and so fun. And it it helps us all, us women Mm -hmm. here in this, creating this episode, but also anyone that's listening, it helps us all to think, what's my big battle that I think this will never go away. This is never going to heal. This is always going to be such a huge battle, right? Right. Sure, there might be circumstances where they are very enduring and maybe they aren't going to go away till we're safely dead. But there's someone that we can yeah, yeah, rely on to carry us in all of that, that can fight our battles. Karen, can I just share
2: one thought from, I might have to go just a
0: second. Okay. (laughs) We are grandmothers and mothers. And eternal warriors, coaches, we do things. (laughs) Yeah. So she's checking to see if she has to go or not.
2: Okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm here. (laughs) Okay. So one thing that stood out to me on Sunday, we were singing the opening hymn, "Put Your Shoulder to the Wheel," thinking about the Lord fighting our battles and ways that we don't know how. I hope I won't be struck by lightning. I actually did laugh. With this opening hymn, because it was so true. It says the fight with sin is real. And then it says, it will be long. And I'm like, it will be long. So that's what made me laugh, because this fight is hard, and it is long. And then it says, but must go on, put your shoulder to the will. It just, I was like, okay, here we go. And then (laughs) this really touched my heart with the, ne- the last verse, halfway through, push every worthy work along, put your shoulder to the wheel. And most of these battles that we're fighting or situations we're facing, it is worthy work, whether it's us fighting for our families or for our marriage or for a friend or for the gospel, it is a worthy work. Mm-hmm. And we just need to put our shoulder to the wheel, trust the Lord, and know that sometimes those fights are really long and we must go on and that the Lord will be there for us. And so in that moment, I think the Lord just gave me a little bit of humor. And also he was answering my prayers that day as we push the worthy work along and he's gonna do what we can.
0: So good. Often our biggest battle is patience. And that reminds me of that. Let patience have her perfect work. Oh, gosh. Mark, please, Rosalind.
1: Oh, I just love everything that's been said. And what's come to mind is the joy part and how in the scriptures they say, this is my joy. This is my peace. I just feel like when we try to put on the armor of God and the, the shield is called the shield of faith, but actually one of the scriptures says that will be my shield my joy is my shield and I just think what. A gift those moments of joy are. Like Markel, I consider that little moment during the hymn a, a little joy moment. And God gives those to us every once in a while. And I think it's him bringing us back to level zero. In Eternal Warriors, we talk about the chemical scale. And level zero is where we feel exceeding joy. We feel good. We feel like going out and blessing the world. And we love people. Mm-hmm. And we even love ourselves at that moment. <laughs> Those moments of joy, and they are a shield. They are a shield, and they help us to cheerfully do what's in our power. And so I think the more that we can, I love how Markel says so often, we yoke with Christ. And I just love to remember that yoke, that he's right here next to me in the yoke. If I'll just remember he's there and call upon him, I need you to pull right now because I don't have anything left. And he does, he comes through, and I just want a witness of that. And that we can feel joy, even in hard times, because I think we're all going through some of those right now,
3: Mm. Um, but he's
1: there and the joy is there. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Listeners.
0: I think you, can you tell we're getting so riled up? We could keep going for an hour here. We really are testifying to you how real. Jesus Christ is in our battles and how aware our father and mother in heaven are of what we're going through and that them providing a way for us to win, to return, to be victorious. And gosh, thanks Rosalind, for mentioning joy there. That was just so awesome. It makes me think of, and this is how we'll end today. It makes me think of DNC where the um, Joseph Smith, they're talking about the big revelation and just so much joy that they're having that they can redeem their dead, right? It's like, what, that is so cool, right? We are doing this. And so he declares, Joseph Smith declares. And I'm just going to add sisters in there because it says brethren. But as it relates to the battles that we are all fighting personally, he says, brethren and sisters, shall we not go on in so great a cause? Go forward and not backward. Courage and on, on to victory let your heart rejoice and be exceedingly glad and oh gosh i can't remember that's the part i have memorized let the earth break forth into singing let the dead speak from their speak forth anthems of eternal praise to the king emmanuel who hath ordained before the world was that which would enable us to redeem and that scripture has been such glorious thing for me when I'm thinking we're in bondage over here. Right? I'm looking at a prisoner right now, literally walking prisoner. And there's nothing I can do. But praise God and his ability to heal this person, help this person lead this person guide them, take care of them and believe that he will and that he is. And that my job is to just, yeah, keep going forward and not backward, having courage, pressing on. So good. Yeah. That's so good. If you're feeling like a prisoner that needs to be set free, or if you have loved ones who you're just praying for, yeah. Shall we not go on? in so great a cause. Go forward and not back courage, listeners, courage and on, on to victory. Let your heart rejoice and be exceedingly glad. So good. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, angel ladies. I love what you speak. It's so good. Yeah. We love our savior, Jesus Christ and the victory that he's claimed for us and invite you to just. Yeah, remember that in your battles. You're not alone, and there, there's no such thing as hopeless. Okay, have a great day, ladies. Thank you for being with us today, Warrior Moms. I invite you to make a donation at the top of our website, mothersyouknow.org. Any amount you can afford today will help us keep Mothers Who Know services free for all moms. Thank you so much for your generosity. Moms, remember your divine identity and great worth. Continue in your courageous efforts to support God's great work. Notice the miracles you see every day, the evidence of the Savior's love and mercy. Find the message in your message. Reach out and share the principles you learn in Mothers You Know with other mothers. You are God's secret weapon for good in this world. Finally, a few pieces of information for you. I recommend a few other podcast channels to listen to. Like Dragons Do They Fight podcast, that includes interviews and stories with those that have struggled and overcome something in their life. And the Eternal Warriors podcast, hosted by two YSA young men who share their story, teach valuable lessons, and interview special guests. You can follow us on our social media pages on Facebook under mothersyouknow.lcs or search for Mothers You Know. And on Instagram, username at mothers underscore Who Know. Last, if you would like additional support and training, please go to mompowertraining.com to sign up for the next eight-week mom power training class for all moms. You can also go to the Mothers You Know website at MothersWhoKnow.org or our parent company, Life Changing Services, at LifeChangingServices.org to learn more about our excellent services to support you and your loved ones. Thank you so much for listening today. Please feel free to email me anytime with questions or to set up a complimentary 30-minute appointment to visit. Please email me at MothersWhoKnow at LifeChangingServices.org. Looking forward to hearing from you amazing moms. See you next time.